Hi, this is Eni. Hey, this is Nanga. And welcome to Our Take. Today, we're going to give our take on code switching. If you don't know what code switching is, code switching is the practice of alternating, my bad, between two or more languages or varieties of a language in conversation. Yeah, so in this case, we're talking about um, switching between, you know, regular, everyday English and then AAVE, which stands for African American Vernacular English, which is which is kind of like a dialect of um, English that African-American people tend to use. So if we're gonna talk about um, when do we code switch, like as black people, I often code switch when I'm talking to people of authority. Um, For example, if I'm talking to my teacher, I'll code switch, especially if I'm not very friendly with that teacher. I will talk very formally and my voice gets higher. I kind of drop the black scent. Or if I'm talking to um, certain white friends, I don't use uh, AAVE or my black scent. But when I'm comfortable, usually like um, like my black female friends, I'll use uh, AAVE, you know, I'll use all the slang and everything. But what about you? Yeah. Um... I guess I don't use anyone that's like not black. <laughs> I will tend not to use AAVE just because like, I don't know. I just don't feel, it doesn't feel natural doing it like that. I mean, I don't know what background anyone comes from, but I just feel more natural talking to other black people. Yeah, if, it's so kind of like- Black woman. Mm-hmm. It's a, like- like, commu- like, it's just like a kind of like communication for Black people. So when it's like, when they're non-Black, it's just kind of weird to me. Yeah. yeah. When I code switch, I guess, it's not really to like, it's to make myself comfortable. Because I know people code, fish, code switch sometimes to like, make others comfortable or like, not seem like not like a threat. Because I know um, when people that are not Black here, A-B-E, they think that, oh my gosh, it's a threat, it's whatever, because, yeah, I mean, it's known to be, some people think it's aggressive, but I don't don't know, you have to grow up around it, but I just, like, switch out of it, because I really don't want the problems, (laughs) I'm just like, okay, well, you won't understand where I'm coming from, so let me just keep this easy for me. Yeah, that's what I wanted to say, is, like, when I'm using AAVE towards non-Black people, or, um, I just feel like I come off as threatening, you know, it's aggressive, like, yeah. yeah, aggressive, like that come up as the, the stereotype of black woman, you know, uh, let's say aggressive, ghetto, this and that. So it's like, I don't want, I want to, and it's like, even when you, um, of course you're expected to speak like formal, formally in like workplaces and stuff like that. So it's like, 
okay, if I want to get this job or I want to get this opportunity or whatever, I can't be like, nah, that's all right, or I'm going to do this or this and that, you know? So it's just, it's, even though I use AAVE when I'm comfortable around people, it's kind of a way of making other, when I switch out of it, it's kind of a way of making other people comfortable around me, you know? Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, that's the opposite for me. It's for me making myself not, like, because I don't like, I don't like, like, problems. Um, I don't care if you're comfortable or not, because sometimes we'll just slip out, and I'm just like, oh, well. But um, I just don't want people to be like, I just don't want to be, like, in some way. Because, like, you can use, you can still use your dialect and be professional. Like, I don't, I feel like it's a social construct that says that AAVE is not professional. You can still use AAVE and still, like, have a professional, like, outlook. But in today's, in our society, it's completely, if you use this dialect that, like, yeah. Yeah, know, yeah. And that, that's just because, you know, the prejudice, the the racism that Black people face. So anything that's, like, attached to them is going to be viewed negatively Mm -hmm. I feel unless um there's when there's more black people in the workforce in places of power and um in higher in the higher ups and everything I feel like um using AAVE like as a dialect or whatever will be more accepted within um your workplace or whatever it's really all about representation because I mean, people don't hear AAVE every day. Like, it's not something that you would hear unless, like, you would listen to, like, Black people in media or you're in Black communities. So the yeah. fact that they don't hear it every day, like, they think it's odd. It's, like, a different language to them. Um, yeah. So it's not, like, look great upon. But I do agree that if, like, more people got those higher positions or were just more, like, um, popular society, then more people would understand that it's just a dialect, just like any other dialect. Yeah, it reminds me. Um, there's a show I was watching. It was by Issa Rae. You know her. I forgot the name of the show, but mm-hmm. Insecure. Yeah, Insecure is the name of the show. And um, there was this girl in the workplace. Uh, she was going to. They had. They had like. I believe they worked in a law firm. Mm. So it wasn't like she was meeting a higher up or anything, but what ha- happened was um, <laughs> she uh, she would just use AAVE casually talking to anybody in the workplace, right? Right. Like, and it was like uh, her work mates or whatever, or work friends or whatever. Co-workers. Yeah, co-workers. <laughs> <laughs> she would talk to them using AAVE. <laughs> and um, then like the other black girl, at the workplace like she's the only other black person was there there she was like she was like hey girl you know maybe you shouldn't use aave here because you know how white people are non-black people are. they're gonna like at first when they were laughing at it right they were you know enjoying the way the way she talked or whatever they thought it was funny mm. so she pulled her over she was like hey girl um i think it's better if you stop that now because you know how people are they're gonna say it's unprofessional or whatever and the girl she was like nah this is the way i talk you know i'm gonna keep talking like that and so she did but um 
when even despite what they told her, the higher ups called her into uh, was it an office and they were like, um, we feel we feel that the way you're talking or the way you're acting is not proper workplace behavior. And they basically fired her because she's using A B. So Damn, that's <laughs> I mean, like, the fact that that happened in the show, that means it happens in reality, too. Yeah. With people getting fired because of how they speak. I personally think if you can understand what that person is saying, like, it's a dialect, but still English. So, like, if you know, if you could understand what that person is trying to say, then I feel like there shouldn't be a problem. Yeah. Okay. Um, So now we can talk about uh, what the history behind AAVE um, it's kind of important before you go into other points like where did this originate from why do we use why do black people use it today and whatever mm-hmm. so um, as we know uh, slavery <laughs> slavery <laughs> also for slavery um, <laughs> as we, when they brought slaves over here they weren't afforded um, the opportunity to be Educated. educated yeah, yeah. so um and they weren't africa they didn't speak english over there obviously not so yeah yeah their, all their little um tribal languages and everything mm-hmm. and they came up here and um when they were when they were you know in the fields in the house whatever type of slave they were <laughs> they basically had to pick up english right yeah and so they weren't formally taught. So they kind of developed a form of English that, um, you know, other slaves understood or whatever. And, uh, you know, it kind of, you hear it heavily in the South because that's where a lot of slaves slavery was. was, yeah. So um, as uh, time has passed from slavery, even, you know, uh, because of segregation and Jim Crow, which was only like, what? Like 60 years ago? Right, 60 years ago. And uh, people were separated in, in these communities and it wasn't like m- things magically got better for Black people after they left the plantation. They were still um, kind of secluded together. So that form of English is going to still be kept and it's going to be passed on to Black people and so yeah, on. Yeah, it's kept, it's passed on, and it's changed because language changes as you go on. Yeah. Um, even like non-AAVE language will change. Um, so as language changes and you add new things to this dialect, um, you just have a bigger, I guess a bigger way of, a uh, bigger way of expressing your, uh, how you, f- your, I don't wanna say your blackness, but your blackness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you don't have to be black and speak AAVE. Some black people grew up around uh, more suburban white areas, and that's fine. But most likely, or a lot of Black people will go, tend to grow up in places where that vernacular, Black vernacular, is widely used. And um, I think it's important to note that, like you said, not all Black people use AAVE mm-hmm. because you know black people they're not a monolith they're not all going to act the same but they are united by their race because of the shared experiences they've had mm-hmm. uh, specifically African Americans have had in America so that's just 
important to know. So um, now we could talk about the digital blackface that really brought code switching and the use of AA attention, especially on TikTok, where people like digital blackface, if you don't know, is basically when uh, people come off as a black on social media and because mm-hmm. you know social media um it, it can be faceless in a lot of cases so they'll mm-hmm. use words like finna um, uh, or i'm jai like or you know all these all this <laughs> aave and I mean, then yeah. they come out and then it's a white person you're like hold on pause <laughs> i see like like kimberly you're not supposed to be talking like that like Oh my lord. Yeah, I mean, I've seen, there's been some instances where, like, I think people are, like, black or whatnot, and once, like, because of, like, how they, like, comment or whatever on people's pages, and then once I actually click their profile, all I see is a, no, it's not a black person for sure. (laughs) Right. um, Yeah, it's just, like, it's surprising because, I don't know, there's so much, like, things against like prejudice against black people and how they speak i really wasn't i really am surprised when people want to use that vernacular yeah and I'm just like, when did it start becoming cool and people actually like i guess like you said earlier people actually lose their jobs over this right so, so it was like it's especially surprising when you see it's like kelsey from seattle using it <laughs> going very well kelsey did not grow up in a black neighborhood she didn't grow up <laughs> And now she's doing it to appeal to people, people on the internet. Because as you know, black culture has a huge, has had a huge impact on pop culture mm-hmm. and therefore social media and all that stuff. So a lot of younger people will use AAVE even though they haven't grown up with it. Yeah, and there's this, there's a lot of things like people, like, and I quote, people talking like they are from the hood. <laughs> Mm-hmm. and um I don't like when I first heard people say that like I'm gonna talk like I'm from the hood I'm just like no one from the hood wants to be in the hood yeah the hood is not <laughs> like you romanticize the hood so much that you right. don't even understand what the hood is like exactly. it's like why would you do such things like now I'm just like now I'm like I'm middle class now but like I wasn't always middle class like I came from a studio apartment to a house, so that's whatever. But for you to be living in the suburbs in a three-bedroom, eight-bathroom house for your whole life and be like, I'm hood, I'm just like, no. you don't want to be hood, and you're not. Right. Like, you're living your good life, like, accepted. Like, I don't understand why. Like, good life. And um, the thing is that especially when they use AAVE incorrectly because it's forced. Right. And it's like, at first it's just um, maybe regular everyday kids on TikTok saying, oh, period as F or uh, I'm finna about to go, something like that, you know? And then you see like advertise, because, you know, they want to appeal to the youth advertising Mm -hmm. companies. They'll use AAVE incorrectly. Mm -hmm. And it's like, like the other day, um, I saw was it McDonald's replying to somebody or whatever, and they were like, "Because period." Like McDonald's was using it incorrectly, and I was like, 
ooh. And it's like, now it's like, I want to say it's like gentrifying. I feel like it's mocking people and gentrifying just because like, I don't know. I don't walk here speaking like, I, like other dialects just to speak like other dialects like I'm not from that place so I wouldn't speak like that so the fact that you guys are just like taking this dialect and just like throwing it everywhere not even like paying attention to how you're using it it's just like what if you say the wrong thing <laughs> right exactly so just like I so that brings the question like should non-black people be able to use AAVE <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I could not really, I don't really care mm. as much just because of the fact that people already use it. So I can't really do anything about that. Um, people will take things that's like, you know, cultural appropriation. That's a different, that's a different, that's a different call, uh, topic for another, you know, podcast. But people will continue to take things and not know like the meaning behind it. So yeah. like. At this point, I'm just like, okay, I will look at you sideways, though. <laughs> but, um, I mean, if you grew up around it, then I guess that's fine with me, just because, like, you, just how, like, Black people will grow up in the suburbs and speak, quote-unquote, proper, not, uh, non-Black people will grow up in, like, not, like, impoverished, impoverished places, and use that vernacular. So, so, actually, I feel like that dynamic is a bit different, because... If you're uh, a black person going into a white neighborhood, that's looked at as better, right? You're that's look you're like you're just that's kind of it's like kind of moving up, right? And so it's like you're adopting it's like, but it's only moving up because that's how society. Yeah, yeah. Is. Don't like don't like think that because you're in a white neighborhood you're on even free to talk. That's just because like society yeah. is just lovely. It's like, but if you're a black person and you, let's say you go to the hood and you go to a white neighborhood and that, and then you speak proper, that's, you know, that's co-assimilation switching and that's considered assimilation, cultural assimilation. Mm-hmm. But if a black, white person has gone from the suburbs and they're going to the hood and they start speaking AAVE, but that, that, that is not cultural. That's not, um, I wouldn't say that's cultural assimilation because they're like that's not the dominating culture that's not what they need to survive outside that black community they'll never they'll never need it well here's my thing with that i mean like where you your environment shapes you no matter what that's just like scientifically proven (laughs) to be true so like i mean if you watched um bring it on um like I forgot which bring it out movie, but one of the white girls she has to like go into, you know, the uh, more poor black and brown neighborhoods, and I mean you can't just be like, hey Bethany, oh my gosh, like <laughs> just walking around that kind of like neighborhood there. So like she learned how to at least like get into more of the culture, but like while she was learning how to like use that vernacular she also did learn the culture behind it because they would teach her things about black brown culture whatever so I feel like you just have to work with where what your environment is because 
and that's even different from like a black person that didn't grow up in the hood at all or from those places at all and a white person that didn't grow up in the suburbs at all and they were just in that area at that time so I feel like if your environment pushes you to be to be a certain person then I can't no one can really change that about you like you can you know you might be a white person may be able to survive like that outside of that area but while being in that area I feel like it's kind of inevitable to not use that language um especially like take learning another language for a second like if we're we're learning Korean right if we're in Korea then we're gonna use like dialects that Korean people use we're not gonna use you know our own or whatever I mean like like you said if we're, we're learning Korean we go to Korea and then we're gonna use we're gonna use like Korean like, slang. If you live in like, if you live in like Busan for like years and years, you're gonna end up, you know, having a Busan accent. It's inevitable. But the difference, the big difference between, um, oh, having to like white people having to speak black, having to speak AVE, or going to Korea and then having to speak a different dialect dialect to kind of fit in it's like none of those um none of those uh dialects or whatever were ever used against people it's just like it's like oh i'm from there so i speak like that but and it's like um and there's like this issue of like should we gatekeep aave at one point i was i was just like like you said, I can't stop everybody from using it. It's kind of becoming a pop culture thing, sadly. And it's like, um, for me, I was like, okay, I don't really care too much as long as it doesn't come off as cringy or you're using it incorrectly, you know? But um, the more I think about it, the more it's like, I, of course, I can't stop everyone from using it. The more I just like, uh, it's kind of, I'm kind of repelled to the idea of non-Black people using it. And I guess um, it, it's becoming more and more common. And I guess pe- there, are, sure, there are white people who grew up in Black communities who were born and raised there, Black communities. And I guess, you know, I don't know what to say to that, but um, there are white people who go to who are raised in black communities to go to black schools but then they go home and then their parents don't use aave they talk wrongly and i believe even though you spend a lot of time with your school and everything a lot of where you where you become as a person before you go out in the world is at home with your family and they shape your language and how you interact with people so it's kind of just like um i don't feel like uh, as a white person to fit into a black community, you don't need to change your uh, your vernacular or your dialect to fit in because it's like we know you're white. We can see that, you know. It's like um, uh, if you just like I feel like if you just talk to me as a decent human being, you're not being racist. You're not using um, all those little microaggressions. Then. I'm fine with that. It's like you don't need to, I don't know, get to my level and speak like 
oh, stop using AAVE to communicate with me because no matter what, I'm still going to understand you. Whereas if I go to a black white community and I start using AAVE, they're not going to understand me. So, and that's the thing that black people have, like, no matter what, if I speak uh, formally, if I speak AAVE, they're going to understand both because that's the world we have to live in. White people, they're, um, most of them will be detached from uh, the black, they are detached from the black community. So they don't have to understand AAVE, you know? So I don't think that's something, like, especially if it's not something they were born and raised doing, that's not something that they, they sh should be or have to be doing. I mean, I guess there are special cases like um, white kids who were adopted by black families and whatever. I also but. think that it depends on who you're with because black communities around America are not always the same. They're like you personally, you would under, like you wouldn't, you wouldn't want them to speak in that vernacular. But I know some people that like be like, why do you speak like that? Or you're in, you're in our turf now, so you should speak like this. So I feel like it's based on who they're talking to. I feel like that's where I'm going to. I don't, I've, I haven't seen black people ask a white person why they're talking that way. Cause it's like, it's like, it's kind of like have, a given, like personally. you're white. Of course you need to talk like that. I mean, I, mean, I guess I've unless they're it. like, um, unless they're like, oh, they're kind of like friends and they, you, they want you to speak AAVE, that's kind of his own case then. But it's like, commonly, I don't really see Black people be like, oh, talk AAVE to me. Because like, I can't. I mean, not like that, but like, if you're like in a space, I guess, where there's a lot of Black people, like, if you're looking, like, if you're speaking, like, I guess with your proper white accent or whatever they call it they're gonna look at you sideways but like if you like change it up then it's like bro whatever but like I said it depends on who the person is and where that person is but yeah I personally if you're gonna speak AV to me then just watch out <laughs> because I might look at you like oh what okay like, but yeah you know that's just that's just the world. That's just how it is, yeah. honestly. Um, so, do you agree we should that we should gatekeep AAVE? And when it comes to gatekeeping, gatekeeping, I like gatekeeping my things, <laughs> right? Because I'm just like, if you don't gatekeep things, then people start to people start to lose the value of where that thing is and the meaning behind that thing. So, like, yeah, I'm exactly. using the same thing, like. America's already supposed to be like a land of different cultures at that. All this simulation to, or this like wanting to just fit in with this and taking that culture and doing this with that. And I'm just like, but you can like learn about a culture and leave it be. But the fact that you guys are taking cultures and just you're, you're losing the history behind it and then making it into something that it's not. That's where I draw the line. That's where I, I'm like gatekeep if you want to and that goes for not even just the black community that goes for like any community ever if you want to gatekeep your things and gatekeep that because at the end of the day if you don't want your culture to be lost in this mumbo jumbo I feel like gatekeeping is necessary I feel like I do agree I do believe in stuff like cultural exchange but I don't I don't believe that 
people should start um, adapting other people's cultures, you know, just fitting it to their taste or whatever. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, that's, like, if people... Right. Because those cultures... You can, like, learn somebody's culture and understand it. Doesn't mean you have to take it and call it home. Like, right. I'm learning Korean, just learn Korean. And, like, you know, learning language, it, uh, it gives you insight into other people and everything. So, let's say a white person wants to... They can go to, I guess, they can open a textbook and learn about Black people. That's all I'm going to say. They don't need to... <laughs> I'm just saying, like... I don't have a problem with people asking me, like, about my culture. Like, I'm Cameroonian. No one... People don't yeah, know yeah, yeah. about Cameroonian culture. Like, they ask me, yeah, what yeah. should I do with Cameroon? I'm like, all right, we do this. <laughs> we do that. And we have these customs. But right. if I see you doing those customs on your own time, I'm going to look at you sideways. Like I said... <laughs> All right. I'm like, hold up. We can end it here. Well, that's it for today, folks. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. And um, join us next week where we'll be talking about why Valentine's Day sucks. It's the worst. Worst holiday ever. Yeah. And yeah, see you guys later. Bye, all. Bye.